0: Hello everyone, I am Regina DuBose. Welcome to Getting Started with Jesus, which is designed to teach you the process for spiritual growth and maturity. This program is geared to help you, teach you, encourage you, and motivate you to grow in your personal relationship with God. As you listen every week, I will present some principles, maybe dialogue with a guest, play some inspiring music, and share some of my best secrets that I learned as a small business owner for over 35 years. My goal is to help you grow and mature as a person overall. Of course, I want you to subscribe to the podcast, follow us on social media, and visit our website, which is www.perfectpeaceworks.com. So let's get started today because today's show is going to be very interesting I'm going to talk about something you rarely hear discuss. Getting your prayers answered or the purpose for prayer. Believe it or not, there is a purpose for prayer. And throughout my Christian journey, which is over 54 years, I have heard plenty of them from preachers to deacons, to Sunday school teachers, worship leaders, choir directors, chaplains, funeral directors, little bitty children, mothers, fathers, kinfolk, and all sorts of people from various denominations and walks in life. Yes, we pray for peace, we pray for love, we pray for this and that. I've heard prayers where the person was hollering and screaming at the top of their lungs, asking, begging, pleading, and hoping that God will hear their words with more intention and distinction. I've heard redundant prayers full of me, myself, mine, and my family totally ignoring the needs of the people in the congregation. I've heard prayers that were pleasing to the ear, yet full of repetition, flowery words, and phrases based on a few flowing amens shouted from the listening crowd. But despite the effort and approach, there is a purpose for prayer that is worth examining as we take our petitions to the throne of God. You do want to get your prayers answered, right? Well, God hears, he cares, he understands, and he listens. Sometimes. Well, I'm sure you think he always listens, but he listens according to the intent of your heart. I'll explain that later as we move on. So let's get started. The main purpose for prayer is to communicate with God. Say that with me. Communicate with God. That's it. Communicate to converse. Communicate to converse with Almighty God about your needs, your concerns, your wants, your desires, and your cares. Whether you are in a public or private setting, prayer is how we talk to God, plain and simple. And as I have said on other occasions, your spiritual growth and maturity depends on having an effective, meaningful prayer life. Next, there is humility. Say that with me. Humility. Prayer is an act of humility or surrender to receive help from God. Think about it. If you could do it or solve the problem by yourself, then there's no need to pray. This act of humility helps us to recognize our dependency on the only one who knows everything about everything here and now, as well as in the future. You know, I have learned the more intimate and smaller the details, the more effective is my own prayer life. Yes, humility and learning to depend on God. Hmm, another purpose for prayer. Next, we worship Almighty God through prayer. That's right, that's the third purpose for prayer. We worship, adore, admire, thank, respect, and give reverence to God when we pray, how we pray, and why we pray. You see, prayer is the main vehicle to communicate our needs and wants in a humble manner as we depend and rely on Almighty God, whom we worship in spirit and truth. That sounds like a mouthful, but that is the key that unlocks many doors in your desire to develop, grow, and mature spiritually. Finally, the purpose for prayer is to increase your faith. Now really say that one with me. Increase your faith. Better yet, say increase my faith. Yes, my faith. Your faith. Faith. <laughs> now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, as stated in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Prayer increases your ability to believe in the unknown, unseen unheard of, and unexpected possibilities in great proportions that go far beyond human reasoning, far beyond human understanding, far beyond human knowledge and experience. An effective prayer life produces a strong faith that is deeply rooted in hope for tomorrow and getting the best answers for your concerns. Do you know why I keep emphasizing effective prayer life? Because if you're praying and not getting any answers, well, that is a problem and certainly not effective, but it does happen. As I said earlier, sometimes God does not answer your prayer and the Bible gives specific verses that tell us why. Here's the first one, iniquity in your heart. Psalm 66 verse 18, it says, If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Number two, praying amiss to consume in your own lust. James 4.3 says, Ye ask and receive not because ye ask amiss, that ye may consume it upon your lust. Wow, isn't that something? Number three, when you pray and do not confess your sins, 1 John 1 and 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, you will not get any prayers answered. And number four, did you know that sin separates us from God and he hides his face? He will not hear your prayer. Isaiah 59 verse 1 and 2 says, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, neither his ear heavy, that it cannot hear, but your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. Let's move on. Proverbs 15 and 29 says, The Lord is far from the wicked, but he heareth the prayer of the righteous. Oops, many don't like to hear that word, righteous. Oh boy. And then Psalms thirty-four and fifteen says, The eyes of the Lord are open to the righteous and his ears are open unto their cry. Have you ever cried out for help? Here's one more from 1 Peter 3 and 2. For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous and his ears are open unto their prayers, but the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. That's it. That's enough. In fact, when you do the research, there are over 25 biblical verses that tell us explicitly the circumstances where God will not hear your prayer. In fact, when Jesus taught his disciples to pray, he specifically said in Matthew chapter 6 verse 5 through 13, when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites standing in the synagogues and on the corners where you can be seen and heard making vain repetitions. But go into your secret closet Thank you, spiritual mother. Shut the door, pray to the Father in secret, and the Father will reward you openly. Then Jesus presented the model prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I am sure you've heard the Lord's prayer. Yes, we are commanded to pray and to come boldly to the throne of grace with our petitions, but we must also know that God is holy. And he does not, will not, cannot tolerate evil, wickedness, iniquity, sin, transgressions, lawlessness, and unrighteousness. We must grow to know. And once we know, we must act by putting into practice the effective process that leads to an effective prayer life. And obtain the best answers for living the best life. The purpose for prayer is to communicate, to express humility, to worship Almighty God, and to increase your faith. Remember the Word of God specifically says in James chapter 5, verse 16, Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. May all your prayers be heard and answered by God. So be encouraged. Join us each week and learn the process for your spiritual growth and maturity. Think about it. Grow closer to God. Experience the peace of God. Share the wisdom of God and live in the power of God. I just love this verse and I just want to leave it with you again. Isaiah 26 verse 3. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. I want you to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory now and forever. I've heard this said on many occasions. Wow, I did not know that was in the Bible. So make sure you subscribe to this podcast and follow us on social media you can go to my website, www.perfectpeaceworks.com. That's Perfect Peaceworks P-E-R-F-E-C-T, P-E-A-C-E-W-O-R-K-S.com, to email your questions, review my blogs, and order the books. You may also purchase them from Amazon, Target.com, and other online platforms. Many of the topics on this show will come directly from the books and, of course, the Word of God. I really look forward to hearing from you. Let's grow together and learn the process for spiritual growth and maturity. Until next time, be peaceful, celebrate life, keep moving forward, and trust only God. May God give you His wonderful blessings.